0: Welcome to the Twiniversity Podcast, a show created exclusively for parents of twins. I'm your host, Natalie Diaz. I am a mom of twins. I am also the Twiniversity founder, and I am the best-selling author of the book, What to Do When You're Having Two. Our goal at Twiniversity is to make sure that you always feel connected, we laugh at the little things, and we really do get to teach you a few tricks along the way. And that is what we hope this podcast is about to do. So welcome to Twiniversity. Twiniversity. Jewel, Nat, are you ready? Today we're talking with uh, Lizzie, who's Elizabeth Augustino, very fancy Mm -hmm. uh, name. So my friend Lizzie is from a place called Queens. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. King of Queens, a popular show.
1: Coming to America.
0: Yes, McDowell's
1: Queens, Queens. Of course, we're going to Queens.
0: (laughs) She is in Queens, and we are uh or we had a great conversation about her and her mom and how they are the oil and water of the universe oh geez that's tough she has twin girls Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because like when i interview people there's always a piece of me like i know i'm not barbara walters right but there's a piece of me that like wants to ask questions. And then I say to myself, like, first of all, I don't even know if you know this. Well, some, maybe you know this, Jewel, but the, the world probably doesn't. Before we tape any podcast, I always say, is there something I can't talk about? Okay. And so sometimes they're like, oh, don't, you know, mention my kids' names or I don't want, you know, I'm divorced. I don't want to mention that. Or we had IVF and we didn't tell the kids. So there's like a lot of different things that people choose to not talk about. It. And so I, I said this and she's like, nah, everything's on the table. But I do always know that sometimes there is things that I can't ask, like that's just polite. Yeah. And then I say the Twiniversity podcast should be the real world of podcasts where people stop being polite and start getting real. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's what this podcast is. So I was like, I was like, do I ask about this? And so I asked, I was like, are you worried that you're creating another generation of women who are like stubborn because she's like, I'm just like my mother. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so seeing that. And then I I'd like, I, I know I'm not a therapist and I don't even play one on TV, <laughs> but like, I would like had real questions if this was really like my friend. And like Lizzie at this point, by the way, we've actually spoken before this podcast. Um, Yeah. I don't think you even know that, but, uh, but yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to ask because I can't be the only one that's curious about things like that. But we talk all about her relationship with her mom. We talk about her, her grandmother because it's like generationally and her father left them when they were young and is her mom's you know, domineering personality, part of her feeling of perhaps loss of control after a divorce. Like there's a lot of things that probably nobody cares about, but me, but there are things that I would really ask my friends. If we were really like sitting down, having a drink or a cup of coffee, these are things that I would say. So yeah, I think you're going to really enjoy this. And I know sometimes you and your mom argue, but I think your mom is perfect. So for you, I can see. And guys, if you're listening, Julie's mom's actually been a guest on our podcast. And so you should go back and listen to why I believe she's perfect. But did you that was, it doesn't feel, feel that ago. long ago.
1: It was back in 2018 when we first started. I want to say it was probably in the, within the first 20 episodes,
0: the world didn't exist before now the we're like over I don't remember anything.
1: So I don't even remember how long.
0: 25,000 episodes later and nine <laughs> solid listeners. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing okay. Jewel, when yeah. you, when the twenties were little, did you, were you at odds with your mom or was it just like, just do whatever mom. I'm just, oh, I can't no. handle it. It. Was,
1: it was definitely a, um, a, a struggle. It took us a very long time to get on the same page. And my mother is so generous and she's mm-hmm. so willing to help. Um, but she also knows that I'm a very independent person mm-hmm. and I'm a very type a personality and that, Um, I think it took her, it took her and me a long time to figure out like the give and take Mm -hmm. because it's not realistic of me to go in. And this is how it was for a while where I was basically like, no, this is what we're doing. And then she would just have to fall in line. It took me a little while to kind of realize, like, I need to listen to her as one of my children's, you know, primary caregivers, you know, she was such a huge part of my kids' daily lives that, and then eventually, you know, once I went back to work, she was their full-time caregiver when I was working. And I really needed to stop and listen more than I spoke. Mm -hmm. And I really needed to take her opinions into consideration, considering also that, you know, she was a parent or still is a parent but like she raised kids herself so it's, it's not like she doesn't know anything mm-hmm. and she also was a retired teacher so there's a lot of child development in her background as well so um i had to kind of learn how to listen process and then tell her how i felt about it yeah. and be willing to try things that maybe i was like i don't know if this is gonna work but let me give it a try because she feels strongly about trying this and being open to things that I normally was like, oh, I would never do that on my own, but I guess let's consider it Mm -hmm. as long as it's safe, as long as it wasn't putting anybody in danger. And I think once I kind of figured out I had to approach her from that point of view, our relationship started getting better because she felt that I was really listening to her. I wasn't just like giving her orders. And she was she started less feeling kind of like an employee. And more yeah. like a partner in raising our, the, the kids. I mean, they're her only grandchildren and they yeah. will probably only be her only grandchildren forever. Um, so it was really important to me that we had a good relationship, but it has taken a very long time. I mean, my kids are eight. We're still having snafus,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: but now we're better about talking about it and not trying not to take it personally when issues come up. Yeah. Um, and really trying to just do what's best for the kids. Um, so, yeah, that's it's kind of like how we worked it out.
0: Well, I so think I Lizzie's think- where you were four years ago.
1: Mm, okay. So
0: she's still working it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that for her uh, she's got some learning to do. So if you're listening to this podcast and being like, we need to, I'm going to solve all my problems. This isn't going to be the one that does that, but this podcast is going to be the one that you say, I have also been raised by Lizzie's mom. Cause I literally said that to her in the conversation. I was like, Lizzie, I'm going to ancestry DNA us, uh, (laughs) because I'm pretty sure that we were raised by the same person. So it's a long podcast, So we should probably get it going. And also know if you're listening to this, pop in your earbuds because it is, it's not like explicit by, you know, typical Netflix standards, but we do use some coarse language. So word to the wise. Julie, you ready to meet Lizzie? Let's do it. All right, girl. Here she is. Kids, I envy you. I so envy you because truth be told, your options have never been better with Dr. Brown's Options Plus Wide Neck Bottles. From nipple to base, it eases the transition from breast to bottle and back again. Each nipple is specifically engineered to offer the same consistent natural flow so that you and your twins know what to expect at every feeding. The new breast-like nipple shape is correctly contoured for a proper latch and a more natural bottle feeding experience. So together with the anti-colic internal vent system, your twins will feed with minimal fuss. And when your babies are no longer gassy, remove the venting system and continue to use the Options Plus bottle without the extra parts. Brilliant! It really is brilliant. You guys are so lucky. So for more information on the Dr. Brown's Options Plus bottle, Visit drbrownsbaby.com. That was being recorded. We're being recorded. This is what happens oh. with a podcast. We have to record things. Lizzie, you have like a, a fancy officially.
2: microphone.
0: Oh, I'm very fancy. You didn't know that? I'm like, I'm super legit. Nobody would ever think that of our fancy Twiniversity place, but yeah, I bought all the equipment because it doesn't make sense. Like to rent a podcast studio here in Manhattan is like 200 Uh bucks an hour. So I'm like, I'm just going to invest. So this is my fancy mic. Don't be, um, don't mic shame me, Lizzie. I mean, I'm no, it's fabulous. You ever, you ever, um, that pinky
2: hot mink mess, pinky express chick with the little glittered microphone
0: yes i know who exactly who you're talking about love her see, i, I but, should i should be dazzled this with twins or yeah, something Yeah, dazzle it i gotta do it so guys you see lizzie and i now are old friends uh <laughs> there's so much that we have in common it's wonderfully ridiculous and that's why i'm so excited to dive in deep on this yes. very controversial topic when you have to have a ufc battle with grandma <laughs> All right, Lizzie, let's, let's begin at the beginning. So once upon a time, you had twins. Once upon a time, four years ago, I had twins. Yeah. You had these twins and how, how did, how did that go? How, how was your pregnancy? Did you live early later? Give us the behind the music.
2: Um, I was, I I, I got pregnant because my husband and I thought we couldn't get pregnant. And we said, all right, we're going to try one more time naturally. And then, um, if it doesn't work, we're going to go to a fertility clinic. Well, God said, hey, guess what? You're very fertile. You're fine. Um, so we would, let, my husband actually would make a, a joke because I was so hungry all the time when I was first pregnant. And I actually worked about a mile from my house and I had to get a snack on the way home one time driving home. And he was like, oh, I bet you have two babies in there. And I was like, don't joke, man. Because my mother had twins before me, which sad story back then. They didn't know she was pregnant with twins and she ended up losing them so unfortunately I'm an only child so she lost them but I said you know it runs in my family twins run in my family and well we go to the eight-week appointment and he kept making jokes with the nurses like oh she might have twins we're, ha- we're having twins he's like we're having twins <laughs> and the doctor puts the probe in or whatever, and he goes to him. He's laughing. And I, because I would, it would irritate me, I'd be like, Stop, Artie, stop. And I would laugh. I, well, next thing I know, the doctor goes, He goes to the doctor, Watch, you're going to see two in there. And he starts, he looked, my husband's looking at me and laughing at me. And the doctor goes, Why are you laughing? And his face fell. But <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, I freaking told you, don't spit in the air, it comes back in your face. And we have two girls. And um, I delivered six weeks early because I had a, a small little um, issue. My, my twin A, the placenta was fine, but the umbilical cord was pausing. So twin B was fine. So they held me in the hospital. They were monitoring them both. Actually, I was in the hospital for two weeks because they were just monitoring to see when was like the sweet spot to take them. So I delivered six weeks early. They both came out healthy. I had the steroid shots for the lungs and all that. Um, and we were in the NICU for two weeks, which was probably, I was so scared of that experience, but it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me because I had delivered via c C-section. So by the time they came home, I was very like mobile and I was already driving and um, I don't know if I was actually supposed to be driving. worried. But whatever okay. I drove
0: to pick a lamb. Don't, up my don't do what Lizzie does.
2: Don't do yes, do the same as I do. Um, but the, yeah, so they were there was no issues as far as like breathing or anything like that. It was just weight and mm-hmm. and um learning how to eat. So by the time we came home at two weeks, I was actually pretty confident. Um, and the, I was in I don't know, uh um, I guess if you're in your York, I was in the North Shore, Manhasset, NICU, and they are fantastic. That's a Cohen's um, Children's Hospital entity, and the the nurses in that NICU are, like, off the charts. They're so great, because they work with the mother, too, and I'm sure other NICUs do that, too, but I, my personal experience in the NICU, like, the the nurses were, like, I don't know, they were, like, pushing you to be confident, like, trust yourself. You're the mother. You mm-hmm. know best, and and actually my twin B came home first because she was ready. And I was convinced um, that my twin A was coming home the next day. She was coming home the next day. And they were like, yeah, she keeps eating fine. Cause she was eating great the whole time, always, always hitting her numbers and all that stuff. Well, once we went home with Violet, she was like, she stopped eating. And I went in the next day and they were like, we don't think that you're going to be able to take her home. Cause she's not eating like we want her to. I was like, but I think it's because she knows her sister's gone because they were in the same room and they were like, well, if you, or, is, and, and I was there all the time. And I mm-hmm. hadn't been there that whole day because I was home with my first one. And I was like, listen, like I'm, I started, that was the first time I advocated for myself and for my kids. Cause the nurse there was like, you know, your gut, you know, what's right. If you feel that that's why you feed her the next three times. And like, I fought, I fought the PA came in and they said, if she takes in, you know, 30 milligrams, whatever it was, like the next two feedings, you can take her home tonight. And I fed my kids both times and she took like twice as much as they wanted her Aww. to. And I was like, okay, like, this is the first time I felt like, okay, I knew what was best for my kids. And it gave me like this huge, like confidence boost. I took her home that day and um, so great. like, I always revert back to that. Like I always revert, like I knew best then and I know best now. Mm-hmm. You know, That's know, that-
0: it's so smart because with NICUs, people do fear. They have like this fear of the experience, yes. but most Terrifying. NICU families that in myself included do find that there is that wonderful silver lining of having somebody that, you know, knows the right thing to do watching mm-hmm. over you, telling you you're doing the right thing. It's, right. it's very empowering. So I'm really happy you have it weirdly. I'm happy that you had that experience and that things worked out. So she did come home that night. So baby B is Violet. Baby A, what's her name? Charlotte. Charlotte. Aww. And
2: I think it's like important if there's twin moms, like twin pregnancy, and they tell you you're going, don't be scared of the NICU. The yeah. NICU is great. They, it's, they know what they're doing and they come home on a yeah. schedule. You don't have to put them on a schedule. They come home on the schedule. It's like a, and take advantage of whatever the NICU offers they offer like meditation stuff they offer the cpr classes i took advantage of all that stuff you should take advantage of everything they offer to you
0: good i'm glad that you did that you're you're very good so now you have this wonderful nicu experience as weird as that sounds yeah come home when did the struggles start with your (sighs) mother when i was 13 (laughs) (laughs) Was it really, did you have like, were you always at odds with her about everything? And was it really at odds or was it just that she is, you know, comes from a different time and, you know, just had diverse opinions? Like what was, how, what were the struggles? My mom and I
2: have a lot of the same ways of thinking about things. My mom's not um, an old fashioned woman. My mom raised me herself. So like disclaimer, my mom's great um she is a strong woman and she uh, my dad left us young my mom is a beast she raised me herself she kept a house in Whitestone, which is if you don't live in this part of the country it's a lot of freaking money mm-hmm. um and she kept you know two jobs three jobs if she had to like she didn't she's a beast um the only thing with my mom is my mom is one of those know-it-all I know everything you know nothing type things, and she was very um, hard-nosed with me growing up. And I think that's necessary when your kid is young, um, especially when your kid's a teenager and she's trying to be a dick, which I was. Um, um, but as I got older, it didn't stop. Hmm. You know I mean? That whole like looking over my shoulder, telling me what to do all the time. It never stopped. And I'm almost 40 now and it's still going, you know, <laughs> So it's that's the the crux of the issue with my mom. She's good. She just doesn't. I feel like she doesn't have any faith in me. Like she doesn't. She she's so I know everything best. She doesn't think anybody knows anything else. Um, and I know she loves me, but I, my, it's like a weird joke I have, and it's terrible. But I always say if I feel too good about myself, I would hang out with my mom for a little while, and she'll yes. cut me right down. Correct. Um, I feel and it's, she's just she just she's and it's and I have to say she's not only that that with me. She's like that with everybody. She thinks she knows everything even when she doesn't <laughs> and she's very like indignant about everything so mm-hmm. it turns you right off like when you start to she starts to talk to you you're like okay like I don't even want to hear this like she's just a know-it all like um it's annoying and uh, she was like that with my kids you know she everything was like well when you were a baby this when you're mm-hmm. a baby that I'm like okay but it's not the same
0: yeah
2: and she doesn't accept the fact that there's more than one way to do things Like it's very black and white with my mom. And that's that's where the problem is because I'll tell her like I don't want to do things that way. She takes it personally, A, Mm -hmm. which is like, I'm not telling you 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 know, she's like, Well, what are you saying? Like I did a bad job with you. I'm not saying you did a bad job with me. What would I be saying about myself? Yeah. If I think you did a bad job. I think I turned out great. I think she did a great job. But it doesn't mean that I can't choose to do things differently.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what I think the problem is. Like, and I, I'm sure it's with a lot of moms. They think, like, oh, you don't want to do things the way I did. It's insulting to me. Yeah. But, you know, you know better, you do better.
0: Correct. That's so all. Now, I mean, now with all these issues that you were having, unfortunately, you need your family, right? When the, the twins were born, did you? Well, I shouldn't say that you need your family. There's a lot of people who pay for help and don't have their family around. Right. But if you have free help that's available, usually most people take it when the mm-hmm. twenties were born and when they were still in the NICU, did she often go with you to the NICU? Like she just, when did it start that you started butting heads when it came to the twins? Um, she, we started butting heads
2: when I was still pregnant, actually. Um, she, cause I have bad anxiety and she can't understand uh, real anxiety. I have, uh, I'm on medication for it. Like it's that bad. Um, So I had bad anxiety and it raises my blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So when I was in the hospital, my blood pressure keep going up and they would call, they thought it was preeclampsia, but my doctor Mm -hmm. knew it was anxiety. And she would be like, well, you just have to calm down. And then she would get frustrated with that. I'm like, mom, it's not like that. Like, I just can't, calm down it's like it doesn't look that way and when I was coming out of the anesthesia from the c-section there my anxiety was so bad that I it wasn't like the whatever the, the epidural it wasn't like flowing through me like and it wasn't going away quickly so I couldn't move my legs yet and she was like you just have to move them and I was like mom I can't like I don't you know like it was like it's always been this like lack of understanding or lack of sympathy like mm-hmm. for me so it started then because um my mom is very transactional in her relationship with me um if you don't want to do things my way I'm not going to help you if you don't she was supposed to watch my kids and when I went back to work and we had an argument she goes you know what just find someone else to watch your kids when you go back to work it was like one of those sorts of things because I didn't want to do something her way mm-hmm. um and I was like okay like, I'm not going to do this every time, like, I have to go to work and you're mad at me because I'm making a decision that you don't like. You're going to be like, well, I'm not watching your kids today. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Ain't somebody I can rely on. So, I do rely on her, um, but there are weeks I go where I just try not to. Um, I, I started, I would ask her to watch my kids, and then I stopped asking her to watch my kids because, um, um, uh, everything was on her terms only. Yeah, I, I have a thing. I don't like anybody driving with my kids in the car. It's just, it's a thing I feel like it has nothing to do with the way people drive. It's just a pet fact that I wouldn't be with them mm-hmm. um, in the car. It's just, it's a, I don't have a whole Understandable. lot of those things, but it's one of my things and it drives her nuts. She thinks it's because she thinks, uh, you know, she goes, "You, I'm, I'm a safe driver. It's not, it's not about that. It's that yeah. I just don't, she do not she won't hear me, you know, she won't hear me. So if I ask her to watch them, I have to leave her the car seats, whether or not I'm comfortable with it. Um, and I ask her, please don't just drive around places and just go places. Just if it's an emergency, you know, no, she goes to BJ's. she goes to Target. They go, oh, I drove them to the park. I did this. It's, like, she does not give a shit that, like, I don't yeah. love it. Like, it's not something I'm comfortable with. No. while I, Where I relied on her more, I rely on her less now because of, because of the fighting, because mm-hmm. of, you know, I'm not doing these things the way you want me to do them. Or, or if, if you want things done that way, I'm not watching them. Like, it's very much like that. So it's, like, why would I do that? I can, yeah. I can leave my kids with my mother-in-law for, like, three days. She doesn't give a shit. Like, I'd be like, here, mom, like, have them. She they she plays them. She feeds them. She does whatever. With my mom, it's always, like, a fight. Um, but my mother-in-law lives in Long Island, so it's, like, harder to get them there. My yeah. mother lives a block away. So I do rely on my mom the most of anybody just because of her proximity to me. But it is a fight most of the time. And then we have to take a couple of days off every once in a while because I just... Um, but I do do this whole, like, uh, fire drill thing. Like, I just throw the kids out of the car and just leave. <laughs> I don't, I, I, it's terrible. I don't like to spend time with her,
0: yeah. but my kids love her. So I it's, just dropped them off. Well, she has a different relationship with them than she does with you. So it's always yes. going to be, it's going to be very different. How, how do you think that this is going to affect the girls? Like, do you think that, or do you ever think, I shouldn't say that you think that, like, have you ever given thought about how the kids are like, what type of person the kids are going to be because they're in this environment? Like, do you think that they're going to be more stubborn because they're around your mom or more empathetic because they're around you? Like, do you like now that they're four, because this is like the time when like they start paying real attention to things. Yeah. Do you ever see the things that are happening with you and your mom in their relationship?
2: Well, I wouldn't say that I'm less stubborn than my mom. Um, because that wouldn't be fair. I'm stubborn. Um, my husband's stubborn. I'm stubborn. My mother's stubborn. So my kids are stubborn <laughs> where they're just, they are, um, they, my, my one daughter is a lot like my mom and has an idolization thing with my mom, which I'm not going to lie, it irritates me, but I don't let her know. <laughs> um, but she's always, grandma says, you have to do this this way. And grandma says, we do this this way. And grandma says, this, and I'm like, okay, Violet. All right. do things over your grandma. Um, but my other daughter is my my husband reincarnated, and mm. uh, it, it's stubborn and wild. Stubborn and wild. My husband is no fear, um, and my daughter is the same way. She's just there's no button that says, "Oh my, this might be a bad idea." Yeah. <laughs> she does it. Just, <laughs> there's nothing like he goes on like the highest roller coaster and no problem. But, um. As far as the relationship affecting them, I think sometimes my daughter will go, Grandma, let mommy speak first, and then when she's done, you talk. Mm. (laughs) Wow. Like a mediator little thing she does. Um, Because she has seen us fight. They have seen us fight. And our fights can get pretty... I fight with my mother. I don't fight with my husband. I fight with my mother. Wow, And this we've had screening matches in front of my kids and it's upset them they cry and one time they wanted to stay at my mom's house and they didn't want to come with me they said I want to stay with grandma you make grandma cry I'm like okay meanwhile I I was like angry because I was like I'm right (laughs) but um it bothers them it does because they they notice like why don't you want to come to grandma's with us why don't you want to come and hang out with us and they want my mom to do stuff with us Mm -hmm. um they want her to come over they want her to go shopping with us they want her to like I'm looking for like a new piece of furniture and they're like let's bring grandma and I'm kind of like "Mm." like I just I don't want to (laughs) she'll be like oh that's that's expensive. I like you. you like that one everything is like my mom never has a nice comment to say yes. about anything i do like she she could come in like a sparkling clean room and see a dot on the wall and be like oh look you missed the spot like that's the type of woman she is me not to other yes. people everybody else like oh this is lovely me it's like oh you look cool. oh you like that yeah that's an ugly gate she tells me like we have a temporary gate up because we're waiting because because of covid everything is back ordered. so we have a a, a chain link fence she goes oh you're gonna keep that ugly gate up i'm like thanks yeah. mom like right? you didn't know it was temporary like
0: <laughs> i'm starting to think that maybe we should check our ancestry.com because i feel like this is also my mother that we're talking about it's very interesting but I have good news for you. Hypothetically, let's say you are, you do have my mother, right? As you get older, that will change. That's the the good news. The good news is I think there came a time with my mom and I that she just, she just gave in and my mom is, yeah. Well, the thing is my mom you haven't met my grandmother though. Stop it. Maybe I did. I don't know, Lizzie. We could have no, the same. Family. If you seem, I'm not so taste my grandmother,
2: that. I have a good relationship with my grandmother. A decent relationship. Like we're not super close, but um, I thoroughly enjoyed when my grandmother would come over to my mother's house because I could see my grandmother through my mother's bay window walking from the car to the front door, picking at my mother's flowers, like with a face, like <gasps> I love it and she'd come we'd come in the door with the immediate what happened to your flower beds and it was lovely because this is like what my mother does yes. to me so her mother did it back and it was phenomenal it just made me laugh and then my mother would get like you know so irritated my mother <laughs> gets so irritated it's, a, it's fabulous like it makes me so it you makes need, me so happy you yeah. your grandmother
0: there you have to have your grandmother around now look I'm gonna like for realsies are you worried that the girls are going to be the third generation of yes. anxiety, um, stubbornness and what are yes. you, okay. So if you already are like, okay, yes. What are we doing about this? I try to catch myself
2: when I'm doing it. Um, I'm not totally ignorant to say like, oh, I'm nothing like my mother. I know I'm like my mother. I know I, I, know I have her, um, tendencies and, I don't think the same way she does, but I do try to notice it when it's happening, okay. um, which my mother does not do. Um, my mom has always been, because I've, I've been to therapy, um, so I've been trying to work on that, mm-hmm. um, whereas my mother has not. She's always been like, you need to go to therapy. I don't need to go to therapy. She's one of those, like, I'm fine. Like, I don't need anything changing about myself. Yes. I I get I get offended when people say I'm like my mom because I hate, hate it um but it hits a chord because it's, it's something I really don't want to do yeah um so I do I do I succeed every time no but I do try to be more I I try to let my kids be a little more autonomous than my mother let me be I try to let my kids um figure out for themselves things I try to give them a little bit more freedoms. Like, my yeah. mom was, like, a militant about, like, a neat room and don't make a mess and, um, you know, you have to finish playing with one thing and not play with before you play with another. And I don't want, I don't do that to them. I kind of, play time is playtime, Make a huge mess. We gotta clean it up later. Um, I don't know how it's gonna, because my issue's the things like my mom did that annoyed me started older yeah um I understood why my mom was the way she was when I was young because it's necessary yes um but we'll see you know when they're teenagers or when they're adults if I'm able to let go you know that's the pro- that's the that's the crux of it yeah can I let go when they're older
0: I don't know I, I'm will. not there yet. I'm going to, you will. I'm, I'm going to predict the future. You will. And I think when you have a mother, like you do, and you know what, not that, not that it was bad, like you said, but you've seen what, how the other half lives, you know, what right. you went through. There is right. a piece of you. That's I, I say all the time, Lizzie, honestly, I say like, thank God that I'm these kids mother. And my I would never say a bad word about my mother. I really won't. She's, she's good. She was just in here two minutes ago before right. we started talking. I, I love my mom way. now, but I know that she, she, it took her a minute to evolve how to be a parent of an adult. Yes. And I think that's where your mom is now, is that right now you only became an adult four years ago. You know that, right? In your mother's eyes.
2: Right. So once you, became well, maybe mother, not even, I mean, I don't think I even am now.
0: You don't think you, I think I want to talk to your mom, man. <laughs> I want to be no, like, because, come will like, say chat.
2: things like, we do this with them. And I'm like, but they're yes. my my yes. kids. Like she, she acts as a little, Like she doesn't understand the line of like, yeah. okay, this is, you do, they spend a lot of time with you, but they're still my kids. Does
0: she treat you like the babysitter?
2: She treats me like, she treats me like the babysitter. Um, but when she, they go to her house, she has rules in her house. She has a pool. And when she, they go to her house, she requires that they clean up one mess before they start another. That's her requirement for her house. And I am, I respect that. Like I said, you're at grandma's house. This is what is, the rules are here. You have to follow the rules here. And then she'll say something to me like, they should be the rules all the time. I'm like, mom, I'm respecting the rules of your house. Don't get involved with the rules in my yeah. house or like what, you know, I have to do. That's
0: my husband. That's okay. Um, I, have, I want to ask about him. We're good, By the way, this is going to be a four-hour podcast. Um, how does your husband deal with your mother?
2: So respectful. Um, you know, my husband, it's like, so like, I love my mother-in-law. Like, my mother-in-law's great to me. I think she's awesome. But she busts her, her son's walls. And I, my mother-in-law, my mother is not as great to my husband as my mother-in-law is to me. She's, she's just as bossy and like nasty, but he is very, um, he's just really respectful. Um, we've always had this kind of understanding. You deal with your mother, I'll deal with my mother. Um, so I know my mother-in-law busts my husband's walls, but I don't hear about it. Mm-hmm. And if there's things about me that she doesn't like, I have no idea because she's never been anything but lovely to me, which is strange for an Italian mother-in-law. Like I have a weird, like, that's not normal. Like, you know, to have a mother-in-law that's, you know, like, and, and she's from Italy. Like she's not, she wasn't born here. She was born there. And she's just, I don't know. She watches my kids. She sends home food. She's always like, I don't know, just very no she's in her lane she stays in her lane God, she yes, doesn't sir. she's awesome <laughs> um to me but i know she i know she drives my husband nuts i know she does but he's you know yes that's he her son mother yeah yes. um so he's and uh, unfortunate because his mother drives him nuts and i know my mother drives him nuts too because she's because she'll try to put him in the middle of our arguments like she'll be like talk to your wife about you know about why why can't I drive with your kids does that bother you and like he says you know my husband it doesn't bother him it doesn't bother him if somebody drives with our kids but there are things that bother him that don't bother me and Mm -hmm. we respect each other that's our relationship my mother got divorced after 10 years of marriage I I mean I don't think it was her fault because my father's a prick but um I don't like to take advice marriage advice or things from people who I don't feel you've been successful or you you haven't been and she hasn't been in a relationship since so for my for me my husband
0: and I kind of we ignore her you know we take her I have a theory yeah I have a theory okay I'm going full Dr. Phil go for it here's my theory okay my theory is is that And by the way, everybody who's listening, by the way, I have literally no degrees. I've just dealt with a million (laughs) women like Lizzie's mom. Okay. Because this is, I was raised by Lizzie's family and this is just what it is here in New York. It's a very specific breed of personality. If you're a New York Italian, you
2: know what we're talking about.
0: It's very specific. It's, it's, I have not, I have traveled the world, Lizzie. I've literally traveled the world. Continents. I have never encountered anything like New York Italians or New York Italian Americans. Now that's not saying for those of you that are listening, you can't relate to the story, but I will say that my hunch is that because your, your dad left your mom or because well, whatever he's your good riddance. Right. But because of that, she needed to have everything in its place and a place for everything because so much other things were out of control yeah, that she needs to have things a certain way to feel like she's human. Yeah, And perhaps what she's doing is because I've discovered this with my husband's grandmother, is she's projecting two dollar word that whole that my daughter's gonna lose control if she doesn't have what I know she needs. It's right. not even like she doesn't think, it's you need. Just like her mother is telling her, you need to have that flower bed cleaned up. Right, it's a need. Well, That's not like, oh, wouldn't by... it be nice to have There's
2: that? That, but I have a theory.
0: Tell me, I'm my into this. mom was raised by such a
2: controlling person. That, and like I said, my grandmother, I love my grandmother. She's great, but reality, the facts are the facts. She's controlling, and my mom is great. She's just controlling, and. She was raised by such a and was so heavily controlled, and was always at odds with her own mother. Yeah, that once she had control, like she was gonna keep it, and yes. um, and I just I honestly think she's having trouble letting go of control yeah. because it's all she has. Yes, you know what? Once she loses that, what does she have left? This is crazy. in my for me, like I was it for her. Yeah, I was her. I was her everything. You were her world. Um, yes. Right. She yep. never met anybody else as much as I forced, please, that guy, my mom's a good looking woman. I used to be like, mom, that guy likes you. Go out. No, I'm not cleaning nobody's laundry, blah, blah, blah. That's yeah, okay. There you go. All right. I don't blame you. It doesn't mean like you can't have somebody go out on a Saturday night with like go dancing or whatever. Like yes. spend time, do things together. You don't have to move in with you, but like have a companion. Like what's yes. wrong with that? no she always it was just me 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 as much as I didn't want that because I yes. was like I'm tired of being your only focus like you need another life so even now like it's like the girls are it you know yes. she's, she has friends and stuff now thankfully yes. um but I don't know I, I just I feel like there this is she went her whole life with somebody controlling her Yeah, that like now it's like she needs to do it or I I always felt like it was control with her because I feel like it's control with me
0: yeah
2: and I have to actively you know and I have to notice it and and my husband will point it out and I'll want to like rip his throat out but then I
0: have to sit back and go like
2: Yes. You don't want to be like your mother. So you got to listen to I her. I can't stand
0: it. I literally, I can't. I that is not. my my biggest insult. You could call me fat all day long. Right. I would not be upset. I but don't to call care. me, say that I'm being like my mother. And I go, I go crazy.
2: I will scratch your
0: eyes out like a yes! cat. Like, it's
2: Lizzie, gonna like stop. It, it's a trigger for me.
0: By the way, nobody's going to believe that we just met right before this podcast. Anybody yeah. who's listening. Nobody's going to believe that. They're going to be like, oh, she just invited her on the podcast well, because talked she before, knows her. Like on Instagram. A
2: You've tried to help me give away my stuff, but
0: I yeah. try. I could only make sense. Nobody took it. They oh, are ungrateful. Um, but now, what? Okay. So for the parents that are listening out there and say, yes, yes Lizzie's mom is my mom, too. Mm-hmm. You're just avoiding it. Avoiding your mother, you're like, This is the way that we're handling this. It's (laughs) called We're Not Going Right Now. Yeah, this is I'm gonna open, I'm I'm gonna slow the car down. You girls just jump out, unhook yourself from your seatbelts, and just stop, drop, and roll. Just roll every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I
2: suck it up though. Every Mm -hmm. once in a while, my husband's like, You gotta take your mother with you." We went on vacation, Uh and my kids were like, Oh, Grandma, Grandma, come with us next time. And I was like, Well, I'd rather kill myself, but.
0: Yes, (laughs) Yes, okay, <laughs> but, but you we know, what? we have to, not there's enjoyable. things we have to give them memories though. Right. And so we have yeah. to figure out how do we stop the madness for us? I will tell you, it took my husband, which is why I asked about your husband to right. intervene into the madness between my mother and I and mm-hmm. freaking 16 years later, it is still a sore spot for my mom. So one day she, once again, the twins were maybe like two. And Mm -hmm. she was, this is how you do things. And we got to do this. And she's looking at a clock. And by the way, nobody would ever feed my daughter. Like even as a baby, like spoon feed her, she had so many digestive issues that everybody Mm -hmm. was like afraid of her. And everybody would take care, it was horrible. Everybody would like pay attention to my son who looked like a normal Italian baby. And then you have my daughter who's like gingerific right off the boat from, you know, Ireland. And there's little Susie McHugh, like it's, that's not her name. That's actually one of my good friend's names, which is funny because she's from your neck of the woods. Um, But it's, they were just like, not that they were shunning her, they were afraid of her. And my husband was like, you have to get over this. Like, this is ridiculous. You can't tell her how to do things yet. You won't even do it. And so he said to my mother, I'm telling you, remember, I live 17 steps from my mother. Boom, boom, boom. She could hear me walking in my apartment. He said to her, listen, you had your kids. This is her chance. You either do what she says or get out. Right. And that was the beginning of the end. And so I'm going to say she didn't come up for a while. And she would, it was years, Lizzie, years. till so she could be in a room with him because she was so offended. And I was, I, I thought like, oh my God, this is horrible. And I, I was talking I'm to feel my feel like sister. that might happen. It's I gonna, like but if, if and happen. when it happens, it will be the best <clears> thing that happens because somebody has to do kind of like this, you know, in the, in, in like the hospital dramas where they do the thing and they're like clear and they go and like somebody, we need to shock her into place and the reality is is that she had her turn she made a great daughter and now she has to trust that her job was good enough so by her being the way because this is we could reverse psychology this shit too now that we started cursing and i have to make this explicit anyway we'll just let it fly Uh, that's all your fault now i have to put an e on this lizzie did i say that i but i don't even know what i said prick you said dick don't worry about it they're all things that were normal in the conversation but now we can't play this in a car with kids um but hold on I had a point before I went off on my look at this ADD here we go here we go reverse psychology by her telling you what to do she's basically saying that what she did wasn't good enough right well I've
2: tried that with her did that that not
0: work damn it Lizzie like
2: you raised an idiot here like I don't understand and uh like sometimes I'll just be like she said to me, "Some yes, we had an argument like two days ago." And she was like, "Well, I guess I just have to do things your way." I was like, "Exactly." Yeah, I'm their mother, but it has happened on like what happened with you on a very smaller scale. There was like an issue with a playpen. I felt it was too hot outside. The kids are really small. I was a little too much when I was when my kids were really small. They were preemies. I was very protective. I didn't want them out in the heat. I just yeah. didn't. It was not something I was comfortable with. And there was something like my mom wanted them to be outside at a family party. And I was like, no, they're going to stay inside in the air conditioning because I don't want them out in the heat. And my husband didn't really care. He thought it was fine that they were outside. But my mom told him, why don't you set up the playpen out here just in case? He goes, Lisa, just respect what she's asking you to do. she doesn't want them out here i'm not setting up a playpen for them if you set it up it's on you my wife does not want them out here i respect that that's great She was like the playpen did not get set up outside see um and there's been a couple of times where she'll like go at me 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 and then like she'll bust his balls about the same thing and he, he'll shut her down and she doesn't go back at him but she he shuts do her that? down
0: yes but why do, like, well, honestly, does like honestly it, it, it makes me not, nuts because it's not me i, I, I wish don't. i had a brother like half the time like i like i, yes. I, I always say that i wish i had a brother that could be for some reason i don't understand why because i think it's she a man had, thing i do too because even and
2: i know this is like off the subject but my aunt's 97 she's also italian Older, tiny. She never had kids or anything, but she has a physical therapist because she doesn't move around enough, right? So she has aids that help her. She fights with her AIDS tooth so and nail. The physical therapist, I said, how to be a man it's because she argues with women. And lo and behold, the physical therapist comes and she does not argue with him. She just does what he says. So I don't know. Like,
0: is that it's coming from a man? I'm like, okay, now I'm like, gonna. <sighs> Yes. Lizzie, I'm officially inviting you to be a participant on my island where I protect all people that need to not be raised. And it's not even something they
2: know it's going on. I don't even think it's conscious. No, I don't think it is
0: either. There's more
2: authority coming from a man. And my mom's not like, my mom was, she's not doing it consciously. A business person. Like she was a, she, she was the a highest ranking union official for Con Edison. Like she, she was a beast. So yeah. for me, it's like drives me nuts. I'm like, how do you, right? How is it that like my
0: husband says something and you shut up? And me, like, because like, she feels safe with you because she knows she feels safe. no matter what, you're never going to leave her because you're her daughter and you love her. Right. And also, I'm her daughter. She raised me. Yeah. So I
2: think it's like, like, I try to think about, it, like, I always say, like, you have to trust your mom gut. And I think maybe it's her trusting her, like, she might know what's best for me more than I know, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, you know what's best for your kids more than they know. Like, you could tell your kid, please don't jump off that couch. You're going to break your neck. But your kids don't think like that. The kid's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just, this is fun. And, you know, she, and you're thinking of all the bad things that can happen. So my mom, sometimes I say to my mom, mom, your mom gut works for me. It doesn't translate to the kids like it's my kids I know what's best for just like you always knew it was best for me so
0: like I try to equate it with her yeah so what do we do now with the girls what are you gonna do to make sure that you stop the madness how are we how are we gonna do this because you can't say well therapy for them or for you or for your mother for me, well, she won't go to therapy.
2: I've tried a couple of times. Would she, she won't go. go. With we, you? She did one time, and <clears throat> um, it turned into like a half an hour session of her telling me all the things that I do wrong in my life.
0: Love it. And was I it a male therapist?
2: No, it was not. Stop therapist. it,
0: Lizzie, right now! Come on, man. Piece it together, <laughs> girl. Yeah, I, that's I, tough. I,
2: like I said, I was in therapy for five years, and then my insurance changed, which. Wow now it's like super fun trying to find the therapist um but therapy is like a big deal for me because I feel like that's the best way Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of it is being honest with myself which is hard because I am so fighting that oh you're like your mother thing yeah that uh I don't even want to see it sometimes so I am that's what that's my working on my newest working on is like critical looking like mm-hmm. and not not like trying to uh stab my husband when he tells me you know you're acting like your mother he, he doesn't say you're acting like your mother he'll say to me you really don't think you're like your mother do you and I'm like mm-hmm. and and it drives me nuts like I'm like I just, I just do that to me like I get insulted but I have to listen to it more you know because yes. I don't want to be that way and I don't want my kids to feel about me Yes. The way I, I want my kids to be like, oh, my mom's cool. I want to hang out with her when they're adults, you know, like now they can, you know, be mad at me all the time. That's fine. Because yes. really, what am I trying to make them do? Eat a vegetable. Right. You know, yes. like-
0: That's not yeah. a battle. Yeah. But they right. you really have to teach them. But do you think that there will come a time when, like you were saying, like, are you going to let go? I do think you will. I think that there are, I mean, we're I not too I many do. years different in age, but I think that we learned. And we're 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 not smarter because I, I don't think that I could have lived the life that my mom did. But I think that we're just I don't know. It's not even why I know not I'm smarter. not we're like, just different. Strong is my mom. You that's not true. I don't know. Maybe I'm I already am. not I don't saying know. I'm already calling bullshit on that one. That's not true. No, you like, are. in
2: a way, like I don't know that I had like like when my mom, when my mom was faced like losing everything, like she busts her ass harder to keep it because people were telling her like, "Oh, just sell that house, like get an apartment. What do you need a house for?" And she was so indignant, so strongheaded, She's like, "I'm keeping my house. and no one will help me. That's why I'm gonna do it myself." And she did.
0: So, okay, like, time yeah. out. All right, listen, side hustle. Uh, so you're saying that you're not your mother's daughter. That you don't think that you could do that. Correct, side hustle I don't that work you're as hard you're as doing that I, I, I don't think if you had to, I think that you would, Maybe if I think I had we to. all, I think we do. And especially twin moms, like anything that those girls needed, I think you would go out of your way. Husband, no yeah. husband, mother, no mother. It is mm. incredible. The strength that women have, and I don't think you should second guess that until
2: you need to be. Yes.
0: And we could, so and there's so trip. many things as New Yorkers that we've seen us be strong about, like just right. whether it's this, this the pandemic, 9/11, freaking the hurricane, whatever yeah. it was, anything that I would said, there's no way, I'm just gonna you know lay in my apartment and let the water wash over me for Hurricane Sandy because down here it was bad, right? That actually happened, and anytime, right. especially now as the kids get older, you just you fight for your kids and you fight for the life that you want. Yes. And sometimes you have to battle your mother to get the life that's right for your children because you're doing, you know, that you're doing that already. Not a lot right. of people have strength to, to stand up to their mom and say, listen, this is, or, or keep going back and knowing that you're going to go into it. You're going to walk into an open fire. You keep going back. Yeah. So, because
2: my kids love her. Of and course. they ask for her every day they want to go there every single day like mom can I go to grandma's house I miss grandma I want to see grandma like, yeah we were on vacation my kid was crying and I miss my grandma and I was that's like, okay. great like they adore my mother so I would never say you can't go to your grandma like I would never yeah. do that they this is not like I know he's like controversial he, he's you've learned things horrible things about him now but back in the day Bill Cosby had a a stand-up in like 1980 something two, and he said I don't know who this woman is about his own mother this is not the same woman who raised me this is an old person trying to get into heaven now like it's like a and, and you know like yeah it has it it, it it reeks now that joke because of you know he's a rapist but it was
0: true yes. <laughs> like, the same woman as a grandmother is not no, it's a different. She's she's a different person with the girls than yeah. she was with you, and it's almost like a relaxing do-over. And yeah. I say all the time, I can't wait to have grandkids. I literally, I can't wait. I can't wait to like half-ass it because that's what it is. I feel like that's what my yeah, my and in-laws do. And yeah, totally. I cannot wait. To do well, it's this. like nice
2: to not. I guess it's nice to not be the bad guy all the time. Yes. because I feel like. I've never said the word no so many times in my. No, don't do that. Don't touch that. Stop it. Don't move it. Get out of it. Like just, I'm sick of myself by the end of the day. Like, just sick of my own voice. And it's in my. I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know if it's every twin, but one's a little wilder than the other one. Like, my Charlotte is just could give a shit what you say to her she you could tell her Charlotte don't do that and she just keeps on like like she'll no, look at but, you and do it oh it's right like, it's like what are you gonna be like when you're a teenager you're four you're four oh she'll like look at you like yeah okay well, come at me bitch what are you gonna do like it's like terrible so I I'm sick of her name because that's all I say only Charlotte stop it Charlotte don't do that Charlotte oh. Charlotte Charlotte Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. I have to think of another name to call her because I can't anymore. Like it's, you know, when you say a word over and over again, it loses me like that's my kid by the end of the day. So like, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like I I can't wait for it to not
0: be (laughs) or to see them having trouble with their own kids. Yes. That's what I'm waiting for my son my wonder but here's the other thing like I hate I don't want to turn into like an an Italian woman but then I look at my son and go oh he's so perfect and then my daughter who wants to shave her eyebrows off because it's cool right now is it cool right now no she wants to put like lines in her eyebrows there's some somebody who's doing this and I'm like listen to me you want to do this so you could be so you could be different right i had this conversation like you want to do this so you could look different yet literally everybody's going to be doing it in two seconds and then it's going to take you seven years for your eyebrows to grow back in don't mess with your eyebrows man
2: show her what it does to us look at my eyebrows from plucking too much like no don't do it if you have nice eyebrows don't mess with
0: them. she has like no eyebrows because she's super ginger like I said so you can't even see Uh. her eyebrows this poor girl so she doesn't even care she doesn't darken them in but I love when she darkens them in with my eyebrow pencil which I'm I have dark hair so she looks like Groucho Marx and I'm like you know that's a look Anna I was like that's that's a look Lizzie we're going off topic and I know we have to end this podcast but I don't want to stop talking to you because I'm having so much fun had a rough day and this is, it was so nice this morning, by the way, this morning was the day that, you know, the AAP announced that masks will be required in school. Jeff Bezos went into space. My husband's grandmother oh, had a nervous breakdown spend. about they are over the counter medication card. It's been a day. And so speaking to Lizzie has been so wait, a fresh fresh the way they have to do the mask in school. Well, the American Academy of Pediatrics says this. Uh, but I want to say, I don't really know what we're going to do about that because, you know, the, the American Academy of Pediatrics has rules about how twins should sleep in bed. And all I'm going to say is if you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, I didn't know about that. Go dig into the actual studies that the AAP yeah, did and, a lot and come back to me. Yeah. But
2: <clears throat> Lizzie- uh, honestly, like I think, I mean, my whole family got vaccinated. So our household is vaccinated. So I don't, pushed yes. the mask on my kids as, and and we actually you uh, also had covid um oh, my kids had covid gosh um that's crazy my, very mild case. my aunt is 97 and she had covid and she didn't have a symptom so god bless her i'm telling god you they're not right? like
0: they used to i'd be down <laughs> i'd be in an icu for two months your 97 year old grandmother's like what you want me to, to yeah. go buy groceries my, for you yeah. but You're yeah young, I so my kids had it it wasn't
2: bad for them so, I feel like they've got the antibodies. So, I don't push the mask on them as much anymore.
0: You know, um, I don't push, I, I don't, I don't want anybody to do anything, whether you're pro vaccine, anti vaccine, pro mask, anti max mask. I just, I wish that we could just have some like general universal consensus of what the heck is happening. Cause everybody's, right. the CDC saying one thing. Okay. Anyway, we'll get yeah. to that in another podcast. Lizzie, the moral of the story is you're going to work on yourself so that you don't raise two more of your grandma mom's use yes this is the and and we're summing this honest, up nicely in a package. i
2: don't want them to be nothing like my mom because my or mom's you. Yes. or me or my grandmother because my grandmother is awesome too it's just i want them to be able i want to be able to let go when it's time to let go that's what i want to do
0: i'm going to put don't... in a calendar reminder for 12 years from today oh, jesus and i'm going to call you And I'm going to say, did you did you let go? Oh my gosh, you're going to be twelve years. What's it? sixteen. Yep, that's going to be when it's the worst. Sixteen is going to be bad. I feel like sixteen is. But I want to see where we're going. That's the time where it's going to make a difference. They're going to be super stupid shaving their eyebrows. Is what's going to be. That's what I'm
2: saying. That's why I want to let go when they're in their twenties.
0: No. Uh, No. You can't. You have to let go sooner so that they can make mistakes at. This time, instead of when they're 21, when they have to go into the workforce. I'm telling like, I have a plan. I have a plan, man. I'm 16. You don't what? let go. You're like, good luck, know. Knuckles. That's gonna do what you're going to do. But you have to start trusting. It's not letting go. How about that? You have to trusting. start trusting that they're going to start making better decisions for themselves. Because your job is to get them to that point so that they right. have the, the tools to figure out How to make a choice because I'm not going out with them when they go out with their friends. Right. That's true. What they're doing. I just have to pray that the work that I put into it is showing fruit when their friends are like, let's smoke this. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying do. I'm just saying whose voice you hear. My daughter always says, I hate it. I hate it when I hear your voice in my head. I said, Anna, that's called the right decision. Right. Like that's the right. And I said, and you choose, you take what you want from the voice in your head. That's me. And I love that. So yeah, what it's funny that you think that you have to let go later, Mm -hmm. but your job is actually to help them make better decisions. It's not to make the decision for them. And what, this is where you're going, right? Because by letting them be kind of a little bit free rangy, right? You're like, take out all the toys and do this. So you're giving them little like, okay, let them choose. What they're gonna do right. because then when they get older, they'll be able to make better. they really will. It's so funny how it's you true. Don't get back. You're, you don't raise the kids to teach them how to do the right thing. I mean you do, but you teach but them teach how to them make how a to good, good decision
2: Yes, right. well, like and my husband says this all the time like he says, I don't want to go too far off the way your mother did things because I like how you turned out because when I was a kid, I was hanging out in the clubs, I was hanging out in you know in, in the West Village. There was cocaine, there was weed, all sorts of fun drugs right in front of me. I never did any of it, any of it. I never even smoked weed, which is like a weird thing. Everybody thinks I'm so so lame because I've never smoked weed. I just never wanted to, it was just not a big deal to me. And, you know, I mean,
0: I went to the limelight
2: before it was a shopping mall. guys
0: google that now it's like an equinox and like a, a no place. it's a shopping mall i can't and if I, I can't and look if
2: you know, it was like the druggiest club in new york city and i didn't do anything in the bathrooms, and it was like it was in the yes. vending machines like it, yes you know so my mom didn't do
0: such a bad job See? right but she taught yes. you how to make a good decision she wasn't in the club with you making right. that good decision no. So like, if you look at it in hindsight, as controlling and crazy as she might be, um, I'm me too. I made good decisions based on that. And clearly whatever I'm doing so far, knock on wood, knock on from Micah, knock on plastic and, and uh, plasterboard sheet rock, like sheetrock Is that what this is called? It's probably plaster. actually. It it's 18. I don't know. It might like be plastic. Building. The age of I think building. it's the horse hair. Like, you know, that old, that that's what my building is made out of. But I will knock on everything because clearly there's something that being raised by somebody who has a little bit of, um, aggression in them, it helps them make better decisions. So I think that your girls are going to be fine. And Lizzie, I can't Mm. like, honestly, I'd like, I never, I already invited Lizzie, by the way, to come have lunch with me. This is like, it's not even new, but from the minute that I got on with you, I feel like this is it. Like it's my friend, Lizzie from Whitestone. You're my friend, Natalie. That's it from Mulberry Street. I'm just Jenny from the <laughs> block, guys. From, from That's it. That's all I am. Guys, Lizzie, thank you very, very much for sharing thank your you story for and for making us not feel so crazy for all of us that have.
1: I know. We're Italian, all Italian American,
0: people. Puerto Rican, Cuban, um, yes. you know, German. It. The, everybody has their version of yes. a controlling mom. And yes. sometimes, you like I I joke with my friends and somebody said to me oh my gosh like their mom is so passive aggressive I said no my mom's aggressive aggressive that's that's the term that I wish she was passive passive aggressive I wish she was passive aggressive she's aggressive aggressive is that a term Italians aren't passive nothing but listen we got this far Clearly they did something right. They raised, they raised amazing women who have started a universal, a worldwide community yeah, for twin parents. It's like so amazing. Dude, I was supposed to be working in a kitchen. That's what nice. I was literally bred to do, filling salt and pepper shakers at six now years now old. Now you're teaching people how to have twins. That's it. Who knew? Everybody has knew? them on their own. I just make them know that they're doing a good job and they're amazing. Yeah. That's my like so you have the NICU parents too, which are cool. I got my. I didn't classes. know about
2: those when I was pregnant.
0: Let me tell you, if you did, you would have been in a live class, and we could have been friends now for four years. Or four years. Look what happens. See, look for our, the next set of twins. Now you know. Oh uh, God, please, please don't put them on. I'm putting it on I'm you gone. it's too late now it's don't closed. ever have sex again lizzie that's way basically what's gonna happen it's once closed. you have them once they it, it happens it's, i know i know hashtag twins twice again. look it up on instagram i'm telling oh, you God. it's more common than people think all right this is now a four-hour podcast We're turning into the movie gandhi of podcasts this is what it is it's the ben-hur of podcasts uh ben-hur. but i had i had so much fun lizzie thank you for playing with me today thank you for having me Don't be ridiculous. It's our pleasure. Guys, for those of you who are listening and you're like, I have to have more of them. There has to be more of Lizzie and Nat in my life. Email us at twiniversity.com. We'll put you in touch with Lizzie. She could tell you about her Greek cooking classes. She'll give you the latest story of her mom. She'll tell you what her twins are doing and basically what Charlotte did yesterday that made her want to shave her own eyebrows off. You could send us a message over there or slide into our DMs on any social platform just at Twiniversity. And until next time, guys. See you later, alligators
1: hey friends it's julie the twiniversity wizard and i am here to tell you about a new class that we just released that i think you are really going to dig it is called the complete baby safety course now this course is on demand which means that it's a series of videos that you could take on your own schedule at any time of the day or night and you and your partner can watch it together you could watch it separately you could share it with grandma your nanny it's going to be great for the whole family so what's included in the course infant toddler and child cpr infant toddler and child choking also known as the heimlich maneuver you're also going to learn first aid for uh, infants toddlers and children car seat safety for those ages as well and child proofing how you're going to get your house ready for when your babies start moving around right so the class is offered as a three-month access or a five-year access. I really feel like the five-year access is going to be phenomenal for you because you're going to be able to go back and watch it whenever you need to. You can come back every year on their birthday and watch it again uh, to refresh on CPR methods and to figure out, like, oh, no, we're moving from infant seats to convertible seats. How does that work? So for more information, visit twiniversity.com safety, and I hope you enjoy it.